best games. A lob and a one oh, baby. The best stories. Both teams respect each other. It's good rivalry. The best area high school sports coverage. Overtime in the Division One semifinal. This is Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN. Presentation of Prenania here on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin on demand. Alex Strofe hanging out with you live from the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios alongside my partner in crime, the man, the myth, the legend, the dean of area high school sports, dancing Dennis Semrai with me. Hi, Dennis. How are you? Uh, pretty good. Uh, so, how the first two days with the boys? Yeah, Rutledge and Hamilton premiering yesterday here on 100.5 ESPN. Well, well, Dennis, uh, a lot of shenanigans, but uh, all the fun in the no, world. Yeah, us, no, really? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, you'd never expect it. Yeah, no, it's went well. Uh, and if you missed any of that, you can find it on Wisconsin On Demand or wherever you get your podcast. Just search Rutledge and Hamilton. But yeah, it's been a fun yeah. couple of days. We chatted with former Badger and Super Bowl champion David Edwards yesterday oh, on the program. Yeah. Had Jason Willie on today to talk about yeah, Packers. Got, got to give the linemen some love. Oh, we love the linemen yeah. around here. You and, you and I both do. We love the battles that are won in the trenches. Well, think about the guys we, we carry around on our staff. Derek Angler, Tark Sala. We like our linemen around here. I look back at uh, Wanakee, though. Lyman other studs, just like a Wisconsin. You know, every time I would go to a media day, you want to talk to the, the guys. Who's that next group that's going to be uh, giving us a thousand or two thousand yard rusher? And right. you look at the group now with the new off new offensive line coach coming in and all the studs they got there. Wisconsin line, they don't rebuild, they reload, and that's the attitude the guys have. And the guys in the pros are more than willing to get, help the guys back in school and help recruit and then uh, help pass on some tips they've learned. And uh, it, it's amazing. I love it whenever, you know, the, on, on television, they always come up with the starting lineups and they tell the guys, and then what school they're from? Wisconsin. Yeah. JJ yeah. Watt, when he, being a defensive lineman, but um, all of the pride they take in and being a Badger, it's awesome. And to have two more guys now win a Super Bowl ring. That's got to be cool. That is pretty cool, isn't it? And uh, we talked with him about sharing that offensive line with Rob Havenstein, as he mentioned, a fellow Badger as well, uh, getting the title. So two Badgers of the five offensive linemen starters for the Rams in that it, Super Bowl. It, it, think about it. Edwards came into Wisconsin as a quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> a quarterback. And then a tight end yeah, and then they, an they, offensive they, lineman. Yeah, they, well, they, they, that's what they projected him as. You know, we've had other guys that have come in as – you know, the quarterback defensive end, you see that combination in high school and you're going, that guy must be a stud. The, with the, if they let him play defensive end, you know, you must you know, worry about your quarterbacks getting hurt. That's why a lot of them will play defensive back and maybe they'll be that fourth or fifth guy or when uh, the pressure's on in the game, you want your best athletes. Just think, remember the Titans. The quarter, what happens? The quarterback's <laughs> back playing safety at the end. Why? Because he hits like a truck. <laughs> sure so. does. Sure does. He's the great Dennis Sebrow. I'm Alex Strofe here on Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. For nearly 50 years, Zimbraconda has provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles. The trusted staff of Zimbraconda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style. If you're in the market for a new or used Honda, visit Zimbraconda in Madison today or check out current inventory at Zimbraconda.com. 
All right, Dennis, where do we begin? A uh, big program ahead of us here tonight. We'll be with you until 7 o'clock, getting you ready for all things basketball. Postseason, some games uh, going on tonight across the state in the first round for the boys and uh, sectionals coming up for the girls later this week. A couple of area teams making it that far as well, so we'll dive into that a bit later as well. But I do want to roll over some of the area teams uh, that – had a great regular season and have been rewarded with high seeds in the postseason. We'll start in Division One, Dennis. Madison LaFollette, a team we just saw last week on Thursday, gets two seed, a 16-2 and record in the Big 8, winning the Big 8 for the quote-unquote second straight year, even though there wasn't a, ba- a Big 8 season last year. Uh, so they won it two years ago and again, this year, the last two seasons that have happened in the Big Eight, Madison LaFollette has won it, and they're rewarded with a two seed in Division One. Yeah, Brookfield Central got the number one seed there, and that's not a surprise. They actually got to see them play. Andrew Rohde uh, scored forty, I think it was against Middleton this year, and uh, he had he's had fifty one in the game. So you got a, a probably the best player, most exciting player in that sectional to watch is Rohde. And anytime you got a stud that you can carry in basketball. That one player, you know, Johnny Davis for the Badgers right now. You know, you got to like it. But uh, uh, a lot of people see LaFollette coming out of the sectional. I think I'm the only one in the uh, with sports poll that that I went with LaFollette. Uh, I got to go with my Lancers because I think after adding uh, Jock React, we got to see him uh, be added to the lineup last week. Uh, he'd been out all season uh, ACL last spring and. Uh, it gives him a six-seven presence, a physical presence. His younger brother, uh, Real, who's uh, uh, had a wrist injury, he's had a broken wrist. Uh, hoping to get him out of his cast here this week. And if he had two six-seven guys to the middle of that uh, defense, uh, rim protectors this time of year, that's that's incredible. Anytime you can get a plus. On the other hand, we saw Middleton, and they lost uh, uh, Logan Raffle, appendicitis attack, had to get his appendix out. Now you take a three-point shooter and your second-leading score out of the lineup. How do you replace that? Very true, and you are correct. On WISSports.net, the staff and media partners poll and postseason picks, that's a lot of words that start with P there, <laughs> uh, came out earlier today. Dennis Semrau in Division One, the lone wolf, picking Madison LaFollette to win it all in Division One. Now, you're not alone. A lot of people th- think they'll get there. Uh, I saw Mark Miller, though, did pick Madison LaFollette Central, so I think he was a little uh, tied between Brookfield Central and, <laughs> and Madison LaFollette there It is final pick. But uh seems like several uh, do expect them to get there as the number two seed in Division One. But you mentioned it, Brookfield Central getting that number one seed. So it is a it is a tough road nonetheless. So we will uh, we will see as it rolls on. But Madison LaFollette will open play this Friday, March fourth. They'll play the winner of either Watertown or Milwaukee Pulaski Co-op. Yeah, Milwaukee Pulaski Co-op. There's, all, there's a lot of co-ops there now in the Milwaukee area. So huh. I'll be surprised. I hadn't heard of that one before. That's interesting. Uh, let's go over to Division Two. We'll, we'll uh, run down all of our area teams that that did get in in the top two divisions here a bit, a bit later. But we'll be joined by Craig Wisebro, the head coach of DeForest at six fifteen, because DeForest, the number one seed in Division Two, the Badger East champions with an overall record of twenty one and four this year, got a number one seed. They'll open play on Friday against the winner of Reedsburg out of the Badger West or McFarland out of the Rock Valley Conference. They play tonight. They're uh, tipping off here in about fifty minutes. 
Yeah, actually, Craig uh, will be catching them on the way. He'll be in the car on the way to the game. Oh, gotcha. Perfect. Uh, so, DeForest, and we've seen them as well a few times this year. Dennis Craig and his son, Max Wisebro, the stud for them, uh, have had a heck of a year. They were expected to win this conference, and they did just that with a 21-4 and record. Yeah, they've uh, and they've done it without losing some players throughout the year. Um, they've, they've had a number of injuries they've had to overcome, and uh, like like a lot of other, other teams, you've had the... Uh, issue of uh you know covid and other illnesses flu coming through so uh the one player they were hoping to get was uh devin magley back who's an all-state football player a year ago got her right before the Wanakee game we didn't get to see him play uh, football this year he's a walk-on at wisconsin and they were hoping to bring him back but with injuries and with what his future is uh decided he's not playing basketball this year but for the first time all season number four six foot five forward nolan hawk will be back Oh, man, one of our and, and uh, the, earlier UW Credit Union Student yeah. Athletes of the Week, Nolan Hawk. Right, and that from his football season, uh, he's definitely uh, all-state ca- caliber there. We got to see him last year. Uh, what was it, uh, Justin, you know, we're up at uh, uh, Gray's uh, this facility uh, camp, Camp Gray up uh, near the Dells, and uh, it was Edgewood and uh, the Forest and in that game. Hawk comes down, hits a three. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> then the next play, he drives coast to coast in your face, Dunk. About a 7.5 maybe on the scale. It was, it was still pretty impressive coming after the three. And then in that game, Max got, uh, drove coast to coast, got the game-winning shot. A few weeks later, we're up at the uh, Dells, Wisconsin Dells, and uh, Justin Game Fieldhouse. And uh, Max passed inside to Nolan for the game-winning basket against Stoughton. Oh, Stone. wow. So when I, when I talk to Craig, he goes, yeah, the chemistry those two have. Now the question is, is when you've been without a player for so long, and the girls' side does the same thing with uh, Jaden and uh, uh, with uh, Durline, uh, their best player who's missed like 11 games, just come back, is now you've got to rearrange that chemistry because you got it. People have to step up, and now roles will change. But uh, anytime you can add a player of Nolan's ability right before tournament time. You know, that's a free player. That's like getting a college, yeah. junior college transfer. Yeah, no yeah. doubt about it. And uh, I, I think uh, the, the way he plays, uh, caught the game-winning two-point pass uh, uh, for DeForest State title two years ago in football. So he's a gamer, and anytime you can add those guys to it. And, but the, the, the player that we really got to watch is Max, and you're hoping that he has a good run to state with his dad because after their, uh, the game with Milton, Craig announced that this is it. He's uh, stepping down. Well, I was just about season. to bring that up, Dennis, right? I mean, talk about adding a little extra juice to this postseason run. You're number one seed. You got the conference title. Your best player is the son of the head coach. And then the head coach says, oh, I'm going to give you a little extra fire to work with here. I'm going well, to call this my last year. It worked two years ago after the Wanakee game, or right the week of the Wanakee game, DeForest coach Mike Minnick announced he was retiring. And they ran the table. That was a 14-0 season with a state championship. Right. And uh, Max was the sophomore wide receiver on that team, by the way. So um, I tell you, watching, and anytime you can watch, you know, the Force has got some, anybody in the, the Badgers, a pretty physical conference. But I would have paid good money to see that DeForest Milton game with Max Weisbrood and Jack Campion going at it because it was the last guy with a ball. Yeah. Campion had a shot rim out at the end. Uh, but uh, so Max ended up with the game winner. But those two guys, you know, can you imagine them in the same backcourt? Right. I mean, they're so unselfish, averaging uh, when you're averaging 20 some points, but still six or seven assists. You know, you make your team better when uh, they start putting a double, triple team in you. We saw that with uh, Tegan Mullaney for uh, 
McFarlane the other night that opens up other players. Now other players have to step up. And this is the time of the year that you really like to see the kids that have their moment to shine, that 15 seconds of fame or 15 minutes of fame or whatever it is. So. No doubt about it. Nobody plans on getting injured, but when you do, you need help to get back on track. Stoughton Health has rehab locations in Stoughton and Oregon, so it's convenient for your recovery. You can learn more at StoughtonHealth.com. Stoughton Health, creating excellence together. We'll be joined by DeForest head coach Craig Weisbro. That's next. It's Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania here on ESPN Madison. Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania here on ESPN Madison. For nearly 50 years, Zimbraconda has provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles. The trusted staff of Zimbraconda's used car dealership will save you time or reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style. If you're in the market for a new or used Honda, visit Zimbraconda in Madison today. Check current inventory at Zimbraconda.com. Alex Strofe alongside the Dean of Area High School Sports, the great Dennis Semrau here at the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios doing a little bracketology action here on Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. Uh, we're working on getting connected with DeForest head coach Craig Weisbrot, who had a heck of a season. His squad, 21-4, and four, gets the number one seed in Division Two. And Dennis, he just announced his retirement over, uh, over last week. There you go. <laughs> Helps with mics. So. There you go. Yeah, we don't have our own buttons yet because we're not all set to go here okay, yeah. at the uh, the new studios. But we are joined now by the head coach of DeForest, the one seed in Division Two, an overall record of twenty one and four on the season. Craig Wisebrod joins us now. Craig, congratulations on the success, and uh, my understanding is the impending uh, retirement from coaching. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, thank you. And, uh, you know, that kind of snuck out <laughs> during, after the Milton game. Um, I just, you know, I'm, I'm, we're really focused on making a run here and <laughs> I really just want this about the boys and the seniors and, uh, kind of going to worry about all that afterwards. That's fair enough. I, uh, I always want to trip you into an emotional a- answer, Craig, cause I know you're a really emotional guy. <laughs> It, I, I am about that. Um, <laughs> I, I do have to tell you, um, you know, this senior class, uh, it, it, it's been hitting me harder than I thought. And, uh, you know, after that conference championship, uh, the way they kind of laid it out there, uh, it, it, it's it's definitely hitting harder. I, I have to uh, really um, try to check myself here. But uh, it's been an absolute joy. The kids are playing awesome super hard and uh we're just having a blast and we, we hope it lasts now well one of the best parts is uh one of the missing pieces you get back and nolan hawk uh been out all year long uh coming back from some surgeries uh how cool is it to get him back at least give him a chance to end the uh end his senior year on the court yeah um you know nolan hawk and then you know i'd be remiss if we didn't mention devin magley yep. who will not make it back this year uh starters uh, huge contributors, 
you know, in our, um, you know, we, we lost state, you know, that sophomore year, we didn't have a chance to go to state tournament, uh, state tournament qualifiers last year, you know, and just overall great kids, great teammates. Uh, Nolan practiced today, full goal today for the first time, and uh, he looked awesome. Um, and so, you know, we're going to, um, you know, not try to mess with things, but try to fit him in with what we're doing. And, um, you know, the guys that stepped up, you know, are still going to get a great opportunity. And, and uh, you know, who wouldn't want a six foot six second for its 15 points a game coming back at the end of the year, right? Obviously there. And uh, we talked earlier about the chemistry he and, and Max have had, all those seniors, because uh, you've coached them basically since third grade. So it's been a long run, and now uh, you can see the uh, the proverbial light at the end of the tunnel. And uh, last year, Division One, you made it to the state uh, semis. This year, back in Division Two, still a pretty good sectional and a pretty good field overall. Yeah, I, you know, I mean, you know, at this time, you got to be healthy, you got to be, you know, playing well, and you got to be lucky. And, and and we're just hoping for an opportunity. Um, you know, there's a lot of good. Uh, teams in our sectional it's it's kind of like i tell people it's kind of like a huge uh, conference tournament at the end of the year and you know so you know your opponent real well and and you know we just have to go and play our best ball and 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 hope it uh hope it plays out for us um in fact this we're heading right now we're heading to uh, mcfarland to watch uh, mcfarland and reedsburg that's who we would play the winner of that um friday night yeah, it's a quick turnaround. Craig Weisbro joining us here, the head coach of DeForest here on Prep Mania. And it's a quick turnaround, Craig, right? I mean, we're, we're into playoff play, obviously, tonight, going to see that one. And then get a couple days to prep, and you're right back to action Friday. And then the next game is that very next day. So how do you prepare for these these quick turnarounds? What, what's the message to the team? You know, if you play Friday and you win, you play again the very next day. Yeah, well, and, and, and what you do is you schedule. So this will actually be the third time that we played Friday night and Saturday. Um, so the kids have already been through it. They've already felt it. Um, you know, we, you know, we'll be able to, uh, and we've had a lot of these where they'll be able to come. They'll, we'll get them up in the morning. Um, we'll shoot. We'll do our walkthrough. And then we'll bring them back again, um, you know, right before game time. So, you know, we've, we've done a good job as far as scheduling-wise to get these guys used to it. And, uh our fellas, they're, they're pretty tough-minded. I, I think they're ready to go. And, you know, now you got five more fouls and, uh, and another big piece that we can throw out there. So that, it definitely improves our depth. Yeah, Craig, you mentioned the back-to-back, and we talked about this back in December, the 608 tournament. <laughs> and that field, my yeah. God, Lacrosse Central my and, and the last Riders poll is ranked number one. You guys are ranked. Uh, La Follette's ranked. And then uh, Illinois, a uh, team from Illinois that came in, they're going to be uh, doing really well. So you look back on that field and you're like, wow. And then the fact you had to come back. And that second day was a little bit of a grind again because you were without Devin, you were without uh, Nolan. And uh, teams put a lot of pressure on Max. So now he's got to – that's tough, isn't it, for your point guard when uh, he's got to be the guy that's doing a lot of things and teams are really making him work hard? Yeah, um, you know, I mean, specifically that weekend, you know, we played a team in Illinois that has a young man that's going to Duke. Um, it was just an extremely up-tempo game. Uh, you know, we scored in the 90s, and uh, then we got to come back Just a really good-sized, well-coached, uh, really athletic and long team. 
you know, and we ran out of gas a little bit. I think, uh, you know, I think we have some things figured out with that. And, uh, again, I, I just believe you use your experiences during the season um, to, to allow you to have sex, uh, success the next step. And, and I think that we're going to, you know, we'll just use that. And, um, you know, I, I really feel like, you know, that's going to help us down the road here. Craig Wisebrode, the head coach of DeForest, joining us here on Prep Mania. Craig, you haven't lost since January. Do you even remember what it's like? <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, <laughs> unfortunately, I'm a pretty good sore loser, so I, I remember all those in my career. Um, but you know what? We've uh, we played a really tough schedule. Um, you know, we've lost a Milton, who is just outstanding. Um, we lost a Wauwatosa West, who is really, really nice team that plays an incredible conference. Um, and, you know, and then uh, we, 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 we dropped one to Watertown, who's a really good conference team. And then uh, Lacrosse Central, who Dennis mentioned, is ranked number one. So, you know, uh, along the way, we beat Caledonia. They're ranked number one in the state of Minnesota. They were undefeated when we played them. Uh, Fox Valley Lutheran, we beat them. They're a number one seed in another sectional. Uh, you know, Monroe twice, Wanakee twice, split with Milton. So, uh, you know, as much as the losing hurts, I, uh, these guys have really done a great job and, and beat some really good teams this year. And you got to look in the sectional, too. You mentioned Monroe. Uh, they got to the uh, sectional finals last year. Got a great one-two punch. And then Oregon, it's really come on strong here down the stretch. Been playing very well. They just made it into the uh, uh, top ten. And I think uh, think in the writer's poll, they have them in, I think it might be Division One. Uh, they should be in Division yeah. Two. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they should be Division Two. Yeah, so that's uh, that's another team. At this time of year, though, you just basically got to lace, lace them up and just go out and leave it all on the court. Yeah, I, you know, I mean, Oregon is, is a really good team. A uh, lot of scores, very well coached. Um, Coach Siebert's a great guy. He coached the Max a lot in AU, so we've you know been fortunate enough to uh, get to know him really well. I actually coached against him when he was an outstanding player at Baraboo. So, uh, you know, they're, they're going to be good. Monroe's going to be good. Uh, you know, Stoughton, never count out Mount Horeb. I always have an eye peeled on them. They're so well coached, and, and they just play, you know, such a great system. So, yeah, we're going to have to play well, and, uh, you know, we'll worry about next week next week. Um, you know, <laughs> the, the guys are very focused right now, I guess is what I would say, on uh, Friday night, Saturday night. i got to ask you, the game against Milton, that had to be almost like a state championship game with Jack Campion <laughs> and your son going head-to-head and all the uh, other players that you have on both sides. I mean, it's not that you guys aren't one-man teams. Uh, yeah. It takes five to win a game, and both teams have outstanding yeah. depth. Yeah, I mean, uh, Milton's outstanding. And, and, you know, the tough thing about they just uh, – they, they, they can put out five guys that are so long and can score. And, uh, you know, Jack's another – former AU uh, teammate of Max, and, and uh, you know, I've, I've watched those, these guys go at it since third grade, to be honest with you, <laughs> and uh, it, it, was, it was really fun. I mean, I think uh, I've heard from some people uh, watching it on TV and, and that were there at Milton. It was uh, just an outstanding high school game to watch. Yeah, Craig, Dennis brings up Max. I mean, your, your son's been terrific this year, averaging about 21 points per game. And as he said, I know it's not a one-man crew, but, but as the head coach and the dad, you just got to be so proud of how far he's come in, in his final year. 
Yeah, I mean, he's, he's, it's been a blast. Uh, you know, he's honestly probably a better coach than, uh, than I am right now. <laughs> I mean, he, he's, yeah, I mean, you wouldn't believe the things he suggests and, and comes up with. And, uh, you know, Coach Lapp and I have been doing this a long time, and we usually just kind of look at each other and then say, yeah, he's right, you know. <laughs> so, you know, that, and, and I think he's an excellent teammate, and, and he's, he's really played well. I mean, you know, close to shooting 50% from the, from the field for the year, over 40% from three, um, over 80% from the free throw line. So it's been, uh, you know, he's, you know, and then, you know, and then he gets his teammates involved. So um, he doesn't want it to end. You know, his teammates don't want it to end. And, and uh, you know, the parent thing about me is, it, you know, it's going to be over. And, uh, you know, that's fairly abrupt. And so if we could get a few more weeks here, I, w- I would uh, greatly appreciate it. <laughs> That, I don't think you could say it any better than yeah, that right. as a proud dad. And yeah. you know, Max headed to uh, uh, Division Two Northern Michigan. Yeah, I think he could play for anybody right now, but uh looks like that's going to be a good home, and you're going to get to watch him play the next year. That's probably the best part, right? Yeah, um, you know, it's five hours away, and uh, I, you know, with my retirement, I'm going to uh, – you know, I, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna be able to spend some time, and uh, I got a lot of sick days. I'm gonna I'm gonna play hooky a lot and be up in Marquette, Michigan, watching basketball. Well, Craig, we really appreciate the time. Best of luck these next few weeks, and you know you can play hooky next year, and we'll we'll keep an extra headset for you. I love it. I I do it with you guys anytime. I I want to stay busy, and uh, you guys know how much I love high school basketball around here, and and I always appreciate you guys and and how much you guys promote all this stuff and promote the kids. Uh, I really appreciate it, and uh, I can't wait till next winter for sure. No doubt. We appreciate you guys. Craig Wisebrook, the head coach of DeForest, a number one seed in Division Two, a record of 21-4. and four. They won the Badger East Championship. And you mentioned that game, Dennis, they played against Milton the other day. 74-73, the final score. Overtime, of course. My goodness. <laughs> that's got state championship field, doesn't it? Yeah. That's well, that, unbelievable. That's what's good about it. I think that's what they wanted with Badger when they created the championship game format. Unfortunately, <laughs> the coaches would like it changed, tweaked a little bit. But uh, when you're coming down those last week or two before, now everybody's 0-0. Zero zero. You're one and done. And you know, there's no more excuses, no more yeah. looking ahead or, well, that's a good loss. No, they're all bad losses now because <laughs> that means your season's over. I've been there as a, as a parent with a daughter who played and made it to state in softball, and you blink and the season's done. It's right. hard to believe. So especially when you, uh, you're a parent and you have a senior uh, son or daughter, uh, and we just went through it with state wrestling over at the uh, Cole Center. Now they've got team wrestling. Some of those kids are going to get to compete one more week, but – for a lot of them, that was the end of their careers. They leave the shoes on the end of the mat. They're done, moving on to, to bigger and better things. And uh, had to mention quickly before we get out of this, did you see what Nicolard did for the, the Stoughton wrestling? Oh, yes, I did. Yeah, he, he wins the state championship, runs over, grabs a T-shirt for Wisconsin. I'm going to be a Badger. You missed was, the, the fun detail, though. Uh, did a backflip. Then he yeah, oh, showed yeah, the respect, the, shook, right, shook hands, exactly. and then he ran over, grabbed yeah, the T-shirt, and He did and all those, it. but you got to see the video. It's really cool. Yeah, it's really uh, good. Uh, but uh, that's the, that right there kind of sums up the excitement of high school sports. Totally. I haven't seen a basketball player do a backflip. And I was going to ask the coaches, you got any that you – know, wrestlers a little bit more uh, – 
you know, agile, smaller guys, including, can do that. I want to see Armand Lewis from Madison La Follette do a backflip. We should ask Kurtrell Robinson if he's ever done any gymnastics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, should, we should ask him that. Uh, it's 6.30. I'm hungry. I know Dennis is hungry, so we might call up our friends over at Pizza Pit because for over 50 years, Pizza Pit has been delivering fast, fresh, and hot pizza. But Pizza Pit isn't just pizza, and Dennis will tell you best. They serve breadsticks, pizza fries, wings, zeros, and... And sub sandwiches. With eight area locations, you can't go wrong. Now, Pizza Pit, even easier to order on the Pizza Pit app, which you can download today. And don't forget the cookies. Or the ice cream. The Big 8 has announced its Player of the Year, its Coach of the Year, and its Defensive Player of the Year for both the boys' and girls' side. I don't think Dennis has seen this yet, so we're going to reveal those next at Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania here on ESPN Madison. You hear that music. It's bracketology season. I'm Alex Strope alongside kind of dancing Dennis Semrau as we uh, get ready to reveal some of the players in the, of the year in our area, both the boys and girls all-conference players of the year for the Big 8 have been announced. We'll start on the girls' side, Dennis, the player of the year in the Big 8. For Madison LaFala, Demetria Pruitt, the coach of the year, Angie Murphy of Verona, which you, you were surprised. Obviously, Angie, a great coach. Her season, uh, unfortunately, come, coming to an end over the weekend against Key, but uh, they did have a great year, a lot of injuries. Angie Murphy of Verona, the Big 8 coach of the year. Yeah, she's uh, Angie's been pretty vocal about a few issues out there, so I wasn't sure what <laughs> some of her peers, if they were going to give her the proper respect that she deserves. Uh, I first met Angie when she was a sophomore in high school, and now she's got a son who's a freshman in high school. Uh, so we go way back, and uh, she's done a great job. When you look at one of her best players out for the season with an injury, and uh, they've basically been a 10-player roster. Uh, one of her best players, uh, freshman year, ended up transferring to finish up her career at La Follette. Uh, but uh, she's in the Hall of Fame as a player, and uh, uh, she's going to be in the WBC Hall of Fame as a coach down the road, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure she will as well. Uh, co-defensive players of the year in the Big Eight, uh, Demetria Pruitt, who was the player of the year, also defensive player of the year. Outstanding player. Yeah, yeah. That, is a, that is an amazing mark right there. Marie Outlay from Sun Prairie as well, recognized as the co-defensive player of the year as Sun Prairie and Verona were the co-champions. So there is, uh, there is your girls team in the Big Eight. Now to the boys' side, Dennis. The player of the year, you have any guesses? Well, it had to be Gavin Hurley after talking to uh, Kevin Bavery after the La Follette game. He said he hoped that Gavin would get it. He leads the team in just about every statistical category there is. He's a junior. And then last week he decides uh, because uh, Logan Raffle, number one, can't play, he goes to the coach, sends him a text, says, Coach, number one deserves to be out on the court. I want to wear Logan's jersey on senior night. And he did. So the seniors, cool. a lot of respect for the seniors. And that was one where, I mean, last year, a lot of uh, Middleton had a lot of players back, but they played all their games on the road. I think the closest one was probably about 100 miles away. And uh, maybe there were high expectations. But from day one, as a junior, this guy was looked at as a leader. And Middleton does not do captains before the season. They announce a captain at the end of the year, and they do your game captain. The players select one, and the coaches, and the players inevitably select Gavin. You know, he's their guy. Right. And uh, he's he's had to carry the load for the season, and teams have been trying to shut him down. And uh, um, but then you look at other, there's a lot of other great players in the Big Eight. 
There is. But, but Gavin the, Hurley did win it. You are yeah, correct. He, he out of Middleton. It, yeah. And then the coach of the year, I, I think it, it had to be a slam dunk. Um, it doesn't always go to the conference champ, but when you look at taking a team that did not even get to play a game last year and uh, went out and scheduled a pretty good non-conference schedule, we talked about Madison LaFollette in the uh, 608 tournament. Again, Billy, wow, what a great tournament that was. I can't wait for next year. No, All four neither. of those teams, you could end up with three or four state champions out of that. And I would could not be imagine? surprised. And then, uh, so then teams will be fighting to get in that thing going, hey, maybe there's some magic here. Yeah, I think but, I think Billy but, Kegler stumbled upon some magic with that 608 yeah. tournament because of Madison LaFollette, uh, Coach of the Year, Cottrell Robinson, Robinson. Very, in the Big Eight. And well defensive player of the year as well, Kayshawn Gibbs uh, of Madison LaFollette winning defensive player of the year in the Big Eight. Another football player on their roster adds that little physicality oh, to yeah. it. You know, Quentin Lomack is another sophomore, does not look like a sophomore. Hot, hot physically looks like a fifth-year senior on the court. Uh, but uh, LaFollette, when they won their last championship in 2002, that was a defensive team. It was You had a... You didn't have, or yet you, you had a rim protector. This one they didn't this year. And when Coach Bavery and I were talking after their game with the fall last week, he said that was the one thing that could they match up against a, a team with a big six seven six eight bruiser. Now, if it, with uh, Jock React back, and if if his brother's back, you get those two pieces there in the middle uh, with the athletic ability they've got. Uh, you look at to our student athlete of the week. Uh, Cameron Yonke, uh, with the physicality he brings to to the game, and um, then Armand Lewis, who's I think he he's got to be a leading candidate for Player of the Year next year. Even though there's a pretty good freshman over at Madison East that might say, have something to say about that, the way things have been going. There's a couple of players that might have something to say about that, but I imagine Lewis has to be in that conversation. He's been terrific all year long. So again, uh, Big Eight announcing its Players of the Year, Coaches of the Year, and Defensive Players of the year. This is Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. I want to tell you about our friends over at UW Credit Union because their online and mobile banking goes above and beyond with top-rated service and security that exceeds industry standards. You can explore innovative and intuitive ways to manage manage your money anytime and anywhere. UW Credit Union's in-house team of engineers and developers create digital banking solutions designed for you. You can learn more at uwcu.org. Let's dive into the rest of our area in the boys' side as well as the remaining teams on the girls' side as we wrap up Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. That's next here on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin on the mound. The best games. A lob and a one hand oh, slam. The best stories. Both teams respect each other. It's good rivalry. The best area high school sports coverage. Overtime in the Division One semifinal. This is Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN. It sure is the Bracketology special here on ESPN Madison. Alex Strofe alongside the Dean of Area High School Sports, Dennis Semrau, as we wrap up. Tonight's coverage, looking at all things high school basketball from across the area. For nearly 50 years, Zimbraconda has provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles. The trusted staff of Zimbraconda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style. If you're in the market for a newer used Honda, visit Zimbraconda in Madison today or check current inventory at Zimbraconda. Com. So we ran across the top seeds, Dennis, but I want to look at the remaining teams on the girls' side as well as all the area teams in the top couple of divisions 
uh, for boys. So let's start in Division One for boys basketball. We mentioned Madison LaFollette getting a two seed in our local area bracket. Uh, Madison LaFollette, a two seed. Wanakee, an 11-3 season in conference play in the Badger East, gets a three seed. Middleton sneaks out a five seed. Dennis, we saw them the other night against Madison LaFollette, second place in the Big Eight this year. A six seed goes to Sun Prairie, a 10-8 and eight record in Big Eight play. They'll actually match up with another Big Eight team in, uh, on Friday. They'll play 11th-seeded Madison Morial, a 9-9 nine and nine record for them in conference play this year. Madison East gets a 7th seed, 12-6 and six record in conference play. And I believe that's everybody in Division One. Am I missing anybody? Uh, nope. So those are your area teams in Division One. Uh, all on the same side, all in the same sectional. So only one of them can get through. But a lot of, a lot of teams there, Dennis. I mean, you, you think the favorite, as we mentioned earlier in the program, Madison LaFollette, it's got to be the pro- or favorite in that sectional. But Brookfield Central, the top seed there. Yeah, it is. I think. Uh, I mean, they could have got on those two teams meeting in the sectional finals. You know, it was one and two. But uh, you know, LaFollette's going to have to get through the winner of Watertown uh, Milwaukee Pulaski Co-op. But then Madison East is right there. So, um, you know, both both East and LaFollette got to buy the first round. So they they meet on Friday, and that's a huge one. And then the winner of that game could get uh, Wanakee, Sun Prairie, uh, most likely one of those two teams. Uh, but wouldn't put it past Madison Memorial and Steve Collins as many years as he's been there. That's true. And that's a great unknown team because of the, the, uh, the pandemic year where not one player back had any varsity experience on his team. And, um, they had a pretty good finish, I think, good year. The Big, big 8 overall, I thought, uh, had some really good teams. And if you take a look at the all-conference team, which will be published, uh, we'll be able to see that online here tonight. Um, first and second team, there's some really good players, and a lot of good young ones, too. Let's move over to Division Two. DeForest gets the top seed in sectional number 3. Again, we talked with Craig Weisberg, the head coach, a little bit earlier. If you missed that conversation, you can find it on Wisconsin On Demand, wherever you get your podcast. It's fine. Prep Mania. They'll take on the winner of number 8, McFarland, number 9, Reedsburg. They're playing tonight, Dennis. Uh, big one there. Playing at McFarland, tipping off here in about 10 minutes. Uh, so that's a fun one. So the winner of that will take on DeForest, the game underneath that. So the winner of DeForest... And whoever wins Reedsburg McFarland will take on the winner of number four Mount Horeb and number five Stoughton. Badger Conference foes going at it in that one, the four and five seed. Yeah, anytime you got to play, you know, it's like Coach Weisberg mentioned the conference tournament. And when you when you look at their bracket and uh, Mount Horeb, uh, just a very well coached team, and one of those ones that uh, you never know at this time of year. All it takes is one slip up, one uh, cold shooting right. stretch, or or somebody twists an ankle or out or. Or you pick up foul trouble. That's uh, another big thing with Nolan Hawk coming back. Uh, Coach mentioned five more fouls. <laughs> I like that. Uh, you know, those are the Badgers now at their post play. They got ten fouls at center. <laughs> yeah, use them all. Why not? You can't take them home with you. So uh, it's good to know there. Uh, but that team in that sectional, other uh, after the Forest, I got to say is Oregon, and uh, they'd won twelve straight games with ten by more than ten points. Uh, Chris Siebert, yeah, I remember him playing at Baraboo. Coach Weisberg talked about coaching against him. He is a great player. And uh, Ryan Panzer, who was a former UW Credit Union Student Athlete of the Week, averaging 18 points a game. And then they've got this uh, junior, Casey Schenecker, 6'5". He's only averaging about nine a game. But when I saw him play against Sauk Prairie, both halves, he came out right away inside. They threw the ball, pounded the ball inside to him. And then uh, that's going to free up some of the double teams that Panzer gets. 
So uh, this is also a big year for Oregon because no longer Division Two. Next year they go to yep. Division One. Yep, no doubt about so they it. Want to get some damage done this year? Exactly, and a two seed next to their name. So, that, but that regional slash sectional is just full of area teams. I'm just going to rifle through them because we're running out of time, and I want to move over to the girls' side. Uh, DeForest one, Oregon two. The third seed's Monroe. Four is Mount Horeb. Stoughton's five. The sixth seed is Sauk Prairie. The seventh seed is Portage. The eighth seed's McFarland, as mentioned. The nine seed, Reedsburg. The ten seed, Monona Grove. And the eleven seed, Baraboo. On the other side of that same sectional, the two seed is Milton, Fort Atkinson, the four seed, uh, Waterford, the eight seed. So a bunch of area teams in that one. Let's move over to the girls' side, Dennis. We start in Division One. Two area teams still alive. Ah, uh, ah. Uh, 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 staying alive, staying alive. The little Bee Gees action for there you on your <laughs> Tuesday night. Uh, Thursday, March 3rd, that's two days from today, Wanakia four seed slips past Verona last Saturday night with a 57-34 to win. Whew, that's a 23-point win for all you keeping track at home. They'll take on the top seed at Oconomowoc, Brookfield East, who won their regional final by 40 points. So yeah. uh, a couple of big wins <laughs> sets up that yeah. sectional semi. East has only given up 37 points in two games. Uh, ouch. So that's going to be a tough one uh, for Wanakee offensively, I'm sure. And then the Kobe Gay champs, Sun Prairie against Arrowhead on the other side of the bracket. Exactly. And Sun Prairie getting a 20-point win in their regional final as well as they top Watertown on Saturday night, a final of 57-37. to 37. But both for Wanakee and Sun Prairie, two wins, and you're getting to the rest center. Yeah, hey, I'll tell you if you can if they can meet up on on Saturday. That's supposed to be at Sun Prairie. I think they got to change that site. Yeah, I think <laughs> not so supposed too. to have a sectional <laughs> at a home site, but it'd be fun to see two local teams trying to get. Uh, it looks site. like they have Dennis. Uh, that game will be played at Verona High School now. Oh, it will be okay. So great. still a little bit more area than it is for Arrowhead, but nonetheless, uh, uh, change <laughs> from my original bracket. See, I I write this stuff in, so I remember to double check. When the sites get yeah. changed. So thank you for that update. Of course. Uh, we head to Division Two now. Reedsburg takes on DeForest. Two area teams going head-to-head in a sectional semi. That game will be played at Baraboo and, just recently confirmed, we will carry that game right here on 100.5 ESPN. The ESPN app and Wisconsin on demand, just the audio side, on Thursday night beginning at 6.30 p.m. Top-seeded Reedsburg takes on the third-seeded DeForest Badger Conference foes in a sectional semifinal. How fun is that? Yeah, and those two teams met early in the season back in November. Reedsburg was a 66-52 winner. Um, DeForest has come a long way. They only have three seniors on the team, but the big player for them has been uh, Jalen Durline, the 5'7 guard. I remember her dad was a uh, was our player of the year for the Cap Times. He's a football player. He's a football coach at DeForest, and uh, very proud of his daughter. Missed eleven games because of a back injury, and she's been back in the lineup now for five games, and makes a very big difference with a team that plays outstanding pressure defense against Reedsburg. They're going to have to be switching their defenses up, and uh, you, you got the big three: Mara Wyman uh, or Weeman rather who was one of our student-athletes of the week yeah. at UW Credit Union just recently. Uh, and then the Cherney sisters, Trenna and Sydney, are outstanding duo there. But that is a team that has 10 seniors on it. Last year they got to the state uh, finals, and um, they want to end it on a great note. And they've been unbeaten. And you talk about pressure. No losses, and now one and you're done. 
That, that'd yeah. be pretty tough. So uh, the Force is going to get their A game, and uh, they're going to get the Force A game. So it'll be a good one for us. And in Division Three, Sectional Three, with uh, just a minute left. So quick thoughts on this one, Dennis. Columbus, the five seed, sneaks through against Prairie Duchene in this regional final game. Took two overtimes, but they got the job done. The five seed Columbus will take on the three seed Edgewood in a sectional semi. Uh, you can't count Laura Stavin this out. She's going to be going to the Hall of Fame this year. Uh, she wants those Crusaders back. Wants another state title, so uh, that's a great matchup. Uh, two local teams, and uh, would not put it past Edgewood to be able to slip through on that one. And a 15-point uh, a win for Edgewood over Edgerton. I'm glad we didn't call that game, because I would have screwed it up a bunch. Edgerton <laughs> and Edgewood. Uh, but nonetheless, a bunch of area teams still active. We'll have Girls action Thursday. We'll have girls and boys action Saturday right here on 100.5 ESPN. We love it, Dennis. It's the most wonderful time of the year. It's March Madness, as they say. Bring it on, baby. Bring it on. For the great Dennis Samara, I'm Alex Strofe. This has been Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania 100.5 ESPN.